Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Manning Publications. If you use the discount code YTFisher at checkout, you'll get 40% off my Docker in Motion course. It is five and a half hours long and it teaches the fundamentals of Docker. Go to howtocowell.net forward slash Docker in Motion to get my course or other video courses and books from Manning Publications. Link in the description below. Hello, coders. Today's podcast is a bit of a rant, so I do apologize. It's a topic that I am passionate about. It's a topic that I have spoken about before, and it's a topic that I will definitely be speaking about again, and that is software testing. And if this is something that that you haven't done yet in your programming career, then I do suggest you, you start testing your code in 2020, because by the time 2021 rolls around, you'll be a better developer for it. So we're going to be talking about the importance of testing. We're also going to be talking about my relationship with testing code. And we're going to be talking about why testing will make you a better developer. Now, before I start to sound like I'm stood on my soapbox, let's just talk about my my relationship with testing, because, you know, it, it might come across that I am protester and you know that all of that jazz certainly not I've got a lot to learn a tremendous amount of learn to learn and you know when I started coding about 20 years ago I didn't suddenly just start writing tests straight away I never I'm going to put my hand up now and say that there's more code that I've created that is untested than there is out there that is tested uh, by a long shot and to even today I still don't write tests for everything There you go. I've said it now. I've said it. So let's go right back to the start. So when I started learning to code, when I wrote my first line of code, there was no automated tests to back that up. So let's say, for example, that was a hello world thing. So I wrote hello world in PHP. And then there you go, printed that to the page, refreshed the page and it said hello world. That is a test. That's a visual test. But there was an, an automated test to check if the page returned a 200 OK, if the page had the right HTML elements, if the page had the text, hello world, none of that. And I don't think anybody starts with learning to code with that mindset of, of I'm going to test whatever I do first. So, so test-driven development, no. When you start learning to code, you don't learn test-driven development. And so... I think that everybody starts on the back foot when it comes to learning how to automate your testing and how to write tests because you're learning how to code first and then you're learning to test later and then you're learning to test your code before you've written the code in a test-driven development kind of way. So it's a mental shift. It's a complete sort of head change that you have to do when you learn testing. Because no, no more are you writing code uh, that is untested. You want to write tests before you write the code in a test-driven development kind of manner. But anyway, that's moving on quite far. Let's go back again to when I started learning to code. So for a very long period of time, we're talking many, many, many years, none of my code had any kind of automated tests whatsoever. And it was all visual. And when I was working at uh, agencies and stuff, there was no tests there either, okay? As a junior developer, I didn't write any tests at all, which is very shameful. It's, it's, not, it's not a great thing to admit, but that's just what happened. 
And then I started learning testing and I'd started learning testing off of my own back. So this is self teaching. So I wasn't taught testing at university. I wasn't taught testing in any of my courses that I did. I learned testing through trying to work out how I can fit testing in my workflow. And I hated it. I absolutely hated testing. I resented it. I thought the people who were talking about testing were snobby programmers who had huge amounts of times on their hands. That isn't the case at all. (laughs) I hated it so much that uh, there was lots of opportunities where I was considering dropping it, where I was going to go, you know what, there's no point in writing any tests because this is just pointless. I don't have time for this. I'm just, I'm actually making my code even worse by writing tests. And I think that a lot of developers get into that headspace as well when they start learning how to automate your testing. Because you can test code in in a good way and you can test code in a bad way. And when I was learning the differences between unit tests, functional tests, integration tests, acceptance tests, API tests, all those kind of things, all those tests, and, and sort of trying to navigate what is the difference between a unit test and an acceptance test. You know, what is the difference between a functional test and an API test or an integration test? When I started out, everything was completely and utterly jumbled. So my unit tests were more like acceptance tests or functional tests. And when I started learning mocks, that was just a complete jumbled mess. And I spent far more time trying to test my code than actually write my code. And Unfortunately, some projects suffered for it. And unfortunately, if let's say we had a project that lasted for three months, the first month and a half would be very tested, heavily tested. And I would probably test the wrong things. But the last month and a half, when it was actually crunch time to get the project out the door, it was at that time, the crucial time, where I didn't test because I didn't have time to test because I didn't give myself time to test because I didn't appreciate um, the, the amount of time it requ- is required to test your work. And of course, back then, I wasn't doing test-driven development. I was testing after I wrote the code. So I wrote the code, ran the t- wrote the test, discovered that the test failed, then fixed the code, then ran the test again. But the thing that really, really annoyed me with testing is the fact that it kept identifying areas of the code that couldn't be tested because the code stank it was really it was badly written by me and so i could see quickly the importance of testing but i hated it <laughs> because even though the code worked and i could visually refresh the page and see that it had updated and done what the client wanted it to do i couldn't test the code because the code was in a horrible state that's the thing you can write terrible 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 code and still have your project work. But terrible, terrible, terrible code is really tricky to test. So that's the balance, right? That's the balance. And so testing is great for identifying areas of your code that is high risk, that is very complicated, that requires an element of refactoring. So this continued on and I, and I picked up uh, test-driven development um, and I, I started to try as hard as I could to write tests before writing the code. And this was, this was an, an interesting mind shift 
because this forced me to take a step back. In fact, take several steps back from the actual initial code that I needed to write to get the thing to work because I needed to think about it. The first thing I needed to do was think about perhaps the responses, how the units of work fitted together before I actually wrote the code and solved the problem. The, the whole point here is that you, you think about the solution before you write the code. And it became incredibly apparent that the previous code that I had wrote before TDD, I was doing it in a very reactive manner. So I was writing code, reacting to bugs, fixing bugs. I was writing code, reacting to the features that were coming through. I wasn't being proactive. This is where the test-driven development started to come into shape. Because when you're writing tests before you actually write the code, you're proactively testing the code before you've actually written the code. right? You're proactively testing the feature before the feature is out there. Problem though, that I found during this time of trying to do TDD, trying to understand the differences between all the different types of testing there is, I found myself writing really, really bad tests, as I've mentioned with the mocks and so forth. And projects started to get a bit flaky. The tests got terrible. In fact, there were many projects where the tests just, there was pointless. It was non-existent. You know, there was more tests that had broken because of the changes that were rushed in at the end and they were just culled and removed. And it was actually quite a, I guess, a depressing time as a programmer because you were trying to cling on as much as you can to this TDD, to this testing software concept. And yet your project was preventing you from doing that because the changes that were coming in at the end of the project, as they always do, they were having negative effects to the tests that I had already previously created. So I ended up having to either remove the tests because they no longer worked, because they no longer fitted with the new feature, or have to spend a lot of time to rebuild the tests to fit the new feature. <sighs> so what I'm saying is that testing was a complete and utter struggle. And I'm still struggling with this because there is a lot of code that I write today even that isn't tested. But recently, I have come to the realization that actually testing code properly makes a developer more efficient and it's more rewarding. You, you have an element of confidence that you don't get if you have untested code. So... One thing I did recently, because if anybody watches the Twitch streams, you'll know that I'm in the quest to look for new work and new clients, is that I, I wrote recently a, uh, a test. I did a coding test, a coding challenge, if you will, for a company. And I tested the hell out of that. In hindsight, I could probably write more tests for it, but it, it, it gives me a, an, a level of confidence to say that Whoever checks that, whoever runs that code won't come up with those issues because I've already discovered those issues and I've wrote tests about against them. And another thing that has recently happened in the last year or so is that I've discovered how to write tests that test for breakages, not just tests that check that things work, but how they actually fail nicely. So testing for exceptions, 
testing for things that users shouldn't be doing. But if they do, how do you handle that kind of stuff? So here I'm talking about the the discussion I had with Rob Waller. I can't remember which episode it was, but take take a look at the previous podcast episodes because we were talking about testing to break. He did a fantastic talk on, on that subject. So this code test that I did, this code challenge, I wrote a load of tests for it, which has made me feel very confident. And in fact, as a remote developer, I think testing is extremely important. I didn't appreciate that before. Because if you're a remote dev, you can't just turn around and tap someone on the shoulder and say, does this code work okay with what you're doing? You know, you need to have a level of tests so they can run it. Not just so you can run it, but they can run it as well. Because if you've got multiple people remotely, so you can't actually see them face to face, or you're not in the same office, and you're all working on the same project in various different branches and stuff like that, and you then merge everything together. You need to make sure that there is some sort of commonality, some convention, some sort of way of making sure that everything works together in harmony. And the way to do that, of course, is to write tests. Because, you know, I can't just look over someone's shoulder here. I'm in this office here. I can't just look over someone's shoulder and say, oh, I've already written that that function Perhaps, you know, you should use that or, you know, oh, can I use this function or maybe we should change the parameters around. Yes, I can do that in a Skype conversation or a Google Hangouts, fine, but it, you don't have that quick sort of uh, chat. That's why you need tests. That's why you need to make sure that you have something to back up your work and also everybody else's work and make sure that everything is working together. So my relationship with testing started probably about between four and five years ago and it was extremely rough for the first say two three years and it kind of still is and one of the biggest regrets I have is that I didn't learn testing when I was a junior developer I just wrote code refreshed the page if it worked fine we'll push it up you know nobody taught me how to do testing nobody taught me testing at college or university and I could have very easily dropped testing. There's lots of people out there that say that testing wastes time and testing isn't beneficial. And it certainly wasn't beneficial for the first two, three years when I started learning testing. It was actually more of a hindrance to the overall project that I was working on. However, now I've come out of that and I can actually now see that testing is beneficial and will make me more of an efficient programmer with more confidence of my work and my work for, on other people's work. I don't think I'll, I'll, I'll ever stop doing testing. I want to try and write more tests, you know, in 2020, in 2021. I think it's very important. So I think if anybody's listening to this and they think that, you know, they're going through the, the motions of trying to learn the differences between unit tests and all of the other tests involved, how to write mocks, what to do and what not to do, the differences between TDD and sort of testing later and all of this stuff. I, I think that you need to continue on the struggle because there is light at the end of the tunnel. It took me a long, long time to appreciate tests. I hated them. I absolutely hated testing code. I thought it was pointless. I thought it was a, 
a real waste of time. Tests became extremely fragile when I wrote them. And I guess some of the tests that I'm writing now are fragile too. But I think that next year I would be better for doing it for this year. So I think that if there's a junior developer listening to this or watching this, I, I would suggest that if you're looking for something to improve you as a developer in 2020, consider learning how to write tests or just get a book on testing and read it, you know, and, and just try it out and just try it out and, and try and persevere with it because it is really challenging. It's one of the hardest things in programming because as I mentioned before, you have to rejig your mind because when you start learning to code straight off, you know, you've never written a line of code at all. You don't test your work. You do it in a visual way. And testing in an automated fashion means that you have to write the test to check your work. And then you go on the next step up where it's test-driven development and you're now having to write tests before you write the code. So you've totally flipped how you started to learn the code on its head. Because no longer are you writing code, you're writing tests before you write the code, which is such a mind shift. Personally, I think that as long as the code has a test, it doesn't matter at what point the test was written. However, I am starting to see massive benefits with test-driven development. Because there's things that you can, you can do and think about that you would be doing in a, as I've mentioned before, a proactive manner rather than a reactive manner. That's the difference. So I think that testing is really super important. I think it's very important. I think we don't do it enough. And it's unfortunate that there are lots of uh, work that I've, I've, I've been involved in that doesn't have testing. But that's just the nature of it. There's lots of untested code in software development. And I would uh, try and appeal to as many junior developers as possible to try and consider learning testing. It's a struggle. If anybody's got any questions, of course, then please do ask them at the Coding Help channel on the Discord server. Happy coding, everyone. I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Bye. Bye.